Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS. Mr. Baseman, Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's great to be here. This is Bill Krause, Conversations with Krause, and part of our effort to always bring a positive voice to our community and to our county. It's my pleasure to introduce you to a young lady who represents, in my opinion, the epitome of uh, what we're working for in colleges and universities. I'd like to welcome Miss Haley Austin, who has been a student at uh, uh, Botlow State and is now completing a degree at Murfreesboro uh, at the Middle Tennessee State University at Murfreesboro and is one of those at work as a single parent and as a young lady with great optimism, great feeling, and great confidence. Good morning, Haley. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me today. Haley, why don't you at least tell our friends uh, something about yourself, where you grew up, uh, your life path, and how you got to where you got to. Yeah, absolutely. So I was born in California. We moved to Tennessee when I was five years old. I am the mother of an amazing 11-year-old Miss Reagan, uh, she is the light of my life. I absolutely am so very thankful and blessed to be her mother. Currently, I am pursuing a degree in psychology with minors in sociology and social work. My overall goal is to become a therapist and to help people heal anything within their lives um, that can help them be the healthiest versions of themselves and to... Um, just really enjoy my time on this beautiful planet that we live on. Before you entered Edmontlo, what were mm-hmm. your dreams? What were your aspirations? And what uh, influenced your decision to go back to school at this particular junction of life? Um, well, my college journey has not been easy. Uh, I'm a non-traditional student. Uh, I'm 38 years old currently, and I will graduate at 38. So... Um, I think that I had a lot of personal discovery to do before knowing what my journey in college was going to be like. Um, I started college at 17 years old, and then um, I've intermittently gone back for different things along the way, and that's kind of typical of people who are trying to find out who they are, what they're passionate about, what makes them feel alive. Um, that's, a, that's a normal journey. So my life experiences and having met many different types of people really is what sculpted me to finally deciding on my profession in the um, psychology and mental health field. So um, I, I'm very thankful that my journey has been unique and different because I feel that my life experience is what really adds a signature effect and um, trait to my college journey. As far as I'm concerned and from a first-hand observer, I always consider you a poster young lady for adult Mm -hmm. learners not only at uh, Motlo but throughout the county, throughout the state, and throughout the nation. And your enthusiasm and your dreams and your hopes uh, serve as an aspiration for others. Uh, what were some of the highlights of your earlier years at, Mer- at uh, Montlo State, uh, where you completed your associate degree? Well, I, um, I 
fell in love with the campus and I fell in love with the staff and instructors and administration and Motlip became my family. And so I was going through a very uh, huge life transition by becoming a single mother and embarking on my personal journey as a single mom and college student. So Motlow became my home. It became my family. I received the Motlow Ladies Philanthropic Society Scholarship, which helped pay for my education. Um, at 36, I was homecoming queen, which is kind of interesting as a non-traditional student. But it really, the message that I received was, um, it doesn't matter how old you are. Age is irrelevant because we're all here to learn. And when we sit down in the classroom, that's the only thing that matters. We all band together, and we are here for one purpose and one reason. So it was, um, I felt very honored to be a non-traditional student and be in the position uh, to receive the honor of being homecoming queen because I wanted to tell other students that it doesn't matter how old you are, there's no social clock that you have to perform to. You are allowed to have your own signature walk, your own signature journey throughout college, and everything is going to look different for everyone, and that's okay. That's what makes us diverse. That's what makes us unique. That's what makes our story special. But when we all come together in this setting, we're all here for one reason, and that's to make our lives better, to get us to the next to open up doors and windows of opportunity and to um, empower and add value to who we are as human beings for ourselves and for one another. So I just, I really, um, I've enjoyed the foundation that I've received in being a graduate of Motlow. Um, I love, I've worked here for four years now and I adore the relationships that have developed from working at a small institution that continues to grow all the time. Carrying this on one step further, you were the inspiration for, I have to say, hundreds of uh, men and women, both traditional students, the 17, 18 year old, but even more importantly, the adult learner. And uh, what were some of the hints, some of the motivations, some of the uh, strategies you would share with the adult learner that they can succeed going back into this chapter of life, which they may have been fearful of, may have been totally uncertain of, uh, maybe even uh, angry with because they didn't take that opportunity at a younger age. How would you inspire them? What did you tell them? How did you tell them to balance life and strategies for balancing life? Well, um, I was always just very open and honest about my own personal journey and would share my uh, story with anyone that I came in contact with because I believe in the power of personal testimony. And when somebody else is talking with another individual who is experiencing the same um, the same set of challenges, the same stressors, um, the same triumphs. It, it just feels good because you feel understood. So, I, I mean, I was very, I've always been very open about my age and about where I am in obtaining my degree. And I would also be very vulnerable in saying, you know, there's going to be times where it's not going to be easy. There are going to be times where you want to give up. Um, and so I would just echo things that people had shared with me 
to keep me moving too. So it was just the feedback uh, loop of what I was being told by people who worked at the institution that I was a student at and I also was employed at. Like it took all of Motlow to support me because I had um, a very um, challenging time completing my degree from all these dif- for all these different reasons, for a variety of different reasons. So the daily support that I received, I just put back out into the campus because um, it helped me. It helped to empower others. And then I would connect students who had like situations. So connecting single mothers together, connecting veterans together, connecting um, English as a second language students together so that people could begin to form relationships with one another and they could um, have a built-in support group, a built-in network so that they felt they could begin to feel confident in their ability to be a successful student. So I just kind of tried to do that daily and then always gave people a place to check in with. That way they knew they had somebody in their corner and that they had a connection point on campus that if anything was going on in their life, they could come and talk to me and we could kind of just unburden, um, just they could feel unburdened and they could find hope to continue moving through something that was, it's, a, it's definitely a, a challenge. How do you balance your time? When I first met you, you were uh, holding two jobs, carrying a full load and raising a young lady. How do you balance your time personally? What are some of the strategies you use? Um, well, uh, a lot of prayer. Class <laughs> starts. A lot of self-compassion. Um, self-care is mandatory, even if it is... Um, going and doing yoga and just resetting my mind or taking five minutes and sitting quietly and pretending I'm on a tropical vacation or just um, really relying on um, the fact that I just know that I have to succeed. So I have really challenged my limits and just believed that I am capable of getting anything accomplished. And so that's really all that I, all that I know is that I have to do this, so I will do this, and that, <laughs> and that will be the result. Um, I've grown a lot in my confidence and my ability to do things. Um, it's not whether if I can do things, it's just when I will do them. Um, my days are full. My days are very full. Um, I communicate with my instructors, you know, my situation, and I've met a lot of great people along the way. So if something happens where um, I need additional time or have had an oversight, you know, I just, I'm very honest with people. And luckily I've had, uh, I've been surrounded by amazing, uh, compassionate, empathetic people who um, just understand. And um, they meet me where I'm at and I just keep moving forward. Then you made the successful transition from graduating from Montlow to uh, Middle Tennessee State. Now, how has life been at MTSU uh, where you're completing your degree, your bachelor's degree in psychology? So um, I like MTSU for different reasons. Um, overall, I as a general rule, I enjoy smaller settings. Um, I really like the whole family feel. 
MTSU compared to Motlow is um, vastly larger. However, um, again, I, I always am a student who connects with my instructors and connects with my peers. So um, I've enjoyed my time there also. Um, I just, uh, I encourage everyone to believe in the gifts that education brings to your life and to your family's life and to your community. Um, I think it is so powerful and we become enriched and cultured as individuals and we contribute um, to our lives and to others' lives in such beautiful ways. So I really enjoy transitioning and I plan to continue. In order to get my licensure, I'll have to at minimum obtain a master's degree so I will continue to uh, pursue higher levels of education. So um, I definitely um, am a uh, continued student for sure. Let's move to July 17th, 2025, five years from today. If you mm -hmm. had the magic wand to identify where you'd like to be, what you'd like to be doing and what you'd like to be achieving, what mm -hmm. would that be? Where would you like to be five years from today? Well, um, I would like to be, I want to be licensed as a therapist. I would love to work with at-risk youth, uh, potentially uh, who are in foster care or award, awarded to the state, and guide them into a pathway in life that sets them up for success that is separate for anything that they have endured, and that just gives them their, their own opportunity to focus on investing in their future and in investing in becoming a college graduate. I'd also like to work with uh, trauma survivors in a, uh, in an, a facility to help them rebuild their lives. And then additionally with uh, families and uh, doing family and marriage counseling and parents teaching parenting skills. Um, I just, I really see where the, the, the underlying theme that runs through all of those for me is education. Um, we, we learn every day, whether we're aware of it or not, and we have the opportunity to learn every day. Um, and for me, daily growth is such an important innate part of who I am now and so I just want to in every facet of my life continue to grow and I want other people around me to know that they have the opportunity to do the same because it is with that mindset that we are able to inspire our greatest lives to happen and inspire others to be able to achieve the same so that's just something um that's my holistic five-year plan. <laughs> well, related to that, in our remaining two minutes that we have, I'd like to ask you one question, especially in these uh, difficult times as we're experiencing right now. How do you motivate people to be optimistic about tomorrow, be hopeful about tomorrow, be happy about tomorrow? How do you personally motivate, motivate in the next minute and a half how you motivate people to be optimistic about tomorrow? Well, it feels good to feel good, but sometimes you have to acknowledge that things are not okay to get to that okay. And I think it's just being honest because we have processes with our emotions. So we have to honor 
all of our emotions to truly be able to feel everything. So I think that you say, I'm not doing okay today, or I'm having a hard day today, but tomorrow I have a chance to make it better. So I'm looking forward to that. It's about finding a gift in something that seems um, a tragedy. You know, um, I read a quote one time that said, um, something to the effect of uh, always look for the gift that is brilliantly disguised um, as like a disaster or a tragedy. And it's just looking, it's like, what is this teaching me? What can I learn here? And it's just, you gain control that way. And then you can just look ahead and have um, set your intention to have a positive and a bountiful life. And you have the power to do that. Haley Austin, this has been a great pleasure this morning for a few moments of your time. You certainly are an inspiration as a single parent, as a mother, as an employee, as a student, and most importantly, as a human being. You are one of the many assets of Rutherford County. We are happy, proud to have you here. And most hopefully, your message shared this morning will resonate with uh, many, many people that there is a tomorrow, a positive tomorrow, an optimistic tomorrow, and a happy tomorrow. This is Bill Krause, Conversations with Krause, coming to you on this beautiful Friday morning. Everybody smile because this is a happy day.